The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, if you use social media, you know what kind of a dumpster fire it can be. Let's be honest. There's there's a lot of good things, but there's a lot of bad things that tend to go along with it as well. Uh, I know that more and more of you are deciding to delete your accounts. You tell me on a regular basis, especially after watching what the social dilemma recently. String of texts came in about that. Well, a global study now shows online abuse is driving girls to quit social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, with nearly 60% experience harassment. Now there are renewed calls for social media platforms to address the issue and governments to pass laws to deal with online abuse. Paula Todd is an acclaimed investigative journalist, a broadcaster, a lawyer and professor in the School of Media at Seneca College. She is an advocate against cyber abuse and you can read some of her work in her book, Extreme Mean Trolls, Bullies and Predators Online. Paula, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's just great to hear your voice. (laughs) Paula, the online world doesn't seem to be getting any better, does it? No, it's not getting any better, and there's a really simple reason why. You know, we've been warning, uh, as have many women and educators been warning about this, and basically social media, and I would say governments around the world have just been ignoring it. Question for you, Paula. Do we know any more details or any more... Uh, I don't know, information about who is at the root of this abuse, who does it, why they do it. We know lots, uh, and that's, I think, what makes it especially tragic that we haven't done more to clean this up. As you know, I've spent years researching this in the field talking not just with targets of bullying but bulliers themselves and there's two things that are important going on we know that there are the the lazy bulliers the people who just jump on board the people who are drinking uh doing drugs think it's funny it's all you know something that's immature we also now know especially from canadian research the people with mental health problems including things such as uh you know a, a sadistic personality and and uh Um, even antisocial tendencies uh, tend to be behind things. But we now, in this modern time, I believe, have another big problem. And that is the increasing acceptance, mainly coming from the United States, of white supremacy, the the desire to beat up on, you know, the powerless in order for the, I would argue, even less powerful to feel mighty and to feel mean. And all of this organizing is now going on online. And that's increasing the problem that we have. When we talk about abuse online, Paula, and specifically in in in, in the the context of this conversation, when we're talking about uh, you know uh, girls and young women, I mean it 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 really ranges, doesn't? I, I I think there are folks out there that don't understand how quite bad it can be, just from you know the language that is being used to. Um, you know, pictures of genitalia being sent to you in your DMs, and it, it, it is really something else, isn't it? It's nonstop harassment, and any woman who has ever tried to legitimately use social media for empowerment of either herself 
or others will immediately be faced with an onslaught of, of just hate messaging. You know, this is happening too with a lot of the YouTubers who are trying to bring their small businesses and their large messages about female empowerment online. The amount of bullying that is taking up their time and, you know, until you can really understand the sort of losers that are behind this kind of messaging, it can really hurt you. Here's another way to think about it. Right now, we've got social media companies saying that they're going to quash anybody online, shut them down if they uh. dare to suggest that Donald Trump deserves to die from COVID-19 because of all the other um, people who have um, have died, you know, arguably at his hands. And, and yet women are being told to die, to kill mm-hmm. themselves for absolutely years online. And I believe that it's just, it's become such a part of our culture right from the very beginning, you know, of this hierarchy, that it's okay to treat women, not just like second class citizens, but like garbage, like trash, like the, you know, think about it. Women have only had the right to vote uh, for, you know, a century. Before that, they were considered animals and property. And unfortunately, Mm. there are lots of voices online that would like to take us back to those very dark Mm. times. And that's what you're seeing. I mean, threatened viciously, families being threatened, uh, you know, people saying that they will do harm. It is it is staggering at times. When when women and young women decide to turn away from social media um, and their voices aren't being heard, what does that do for society, do you believe? Well, I just like, you know, there is an, there's an upside to this. I'm, I personally love social media. I, uh. I'm afraid, you know, I don't want to admit this, but listen, I love TikTok. I love it all. <laughs> uh, but the problem is, and so, so overall, everybody could afford to be off it just a little bit, especially now that yeah. we're all shut indoors and we've, be, you know, we've become even um, more addicted to our social media than we are before. We know too much of this kind of electronic interaction is not good for our health or our body or anything. Having said that, no woman who wants to be online should be pushed offline by what is criminal activity on any other plane. You know, women are using social media just like men are to reach out into the world, to become empowered, to start businesses, to educate themselves. It is an amazing tool for us. And that women are that women are loud to be pushed off because governments and 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 these Sorry, I'm just I'm so overwhelmed with this issue. It's just <laughs> terrifying. But this, you know, the social media companies, they are deciding who gets to stay online and who does not by their very decision to allow bullying to continue. And so we need to be looking to governments and we need to be looking to Facebook and the owners of, of other platforms and saying, you know, you are promulgating the kind of hate that leads to violence and that leads to things like white supremacism being even more installed in our society. Be part of the solution. Right now, they are part of the problem. Paula Todd joining us this afternoon. Let's uh, dive into that a little bit more. Uh, when we when we call on these platforms to do more and to take action, and we see very little being done. Um, why do you think that is, Paula? Because I wonder sometimes if just the beast is too big and they don't know how to control it now. Well, I think you know. Think about the Me Too movement. 
that that would not have happened if there hadn't been a lot of people pushing back and unfortunately or but i mean fortunately some of the people who started saying no to the big hollywood abusers were men and when the men stepped in okay well maybe there really is a problem but the me too movement didn't give up they kept going they were honest about what's happening i know that when i first started doing research and and i my book extreming came out you know about five or six years ago people were what are you talking about? You know, uh-huh. these, are just, these are just kids or these are just guys getting carried away. What we need to do is talk about this and recognize that, unfortunately, we do not, we tolerate it. We tolerate We tolerate nasty jokes about women. We tolerate women getting pushed around. We make it, we make them the butt of jokes and the butt of abuse. And when you get right down to it, it's simply a power struggle from the past. And so the people who think beating up on others get them ahead have been given a free hand on the internet via these social media platforms. They need to be held accountable. But more than anything, women, stay online. The last thing you want to do is to give up your rights. Listen, if you want to be online to access information, use a fake account in a name that doesn't have a female. But stay online as a woman, too, because the only way to fight back is to stay there and be heard. So when we when we talk about, you know, getting government involved and what government needs to do, you know, come up with laws to deal with online abuse. Is there any country that is that is doing this that our country can look to and say, oh, hey, you know what, that's how we should be doing it. Um, and, and, and is that on the uh, is that being is it even being considered in Canada right now? You know, it's really interesting. We do have fairly strong laws in Canada. Uh, And as we do see in other countries, including Scandinavian countries, in France you're seeing this stuff too. It's Mm. not, the the problem isn't with the law. You know, everybody said, oh, we can't interfere with free speech. Well, guess what? We found out a way. Uh, You know, free speech isn't absolute, and you can say whatever you want and do it, you know, whatever you want, as long as you're not harming or hating others. It's not the laws that are lacking, it's the enforcement of it. Back in the day, and I'm going to say five six years ago, it was really difficult to even get any kind of legal action about these guys who would go online, publish pornographic pictures of their ex-girlfriends or wives, you know, get the, the, the underbelly of the hate movement against women to attack their exes at work. We're seeing convictions now, some pretty significant ones, even, you know, in the United States as well. We simply have to keep this top of mind. Just because, you know, in the 1950s, it was perfectly acceptable to push women around, to push people of color around, to deny them rights, to treat them badly, does not give us license to continue that online. And the other thing, you know, in the very beginning, a lot of people tried to suggest that, well, the Internet's not real. You know, there's really nobody on the other line. Well, now we know that's ridiculous. It's like saying there isn't somebody on the end of a telephone. There isn't somebody at the end of the gun. This is ridiculous. I mean, and listen, what you're doing, talking about it, the mm. studies that are coming out and the, the men and, you know, the men and the women calling for stiffer sentences and also making it socially unacceptable. I mean, it's socially unacceptable acceptable to walk around as a white supremacist, for example, and say that people of color or people who don't have the right color of eyes, you know, should be, shouldn't be here anymore. It's equally 
unacceptable to say that 50% of the population doesn't deserve a voice and worse than that should be bullied and have their lives threatened online. It's simply a matter of standing up to this. Paula, I think it's important to note that, you know, we, we can talk about, um, you know, the, the abuse um, that uh, girls, young women, women take. Um, and I know for a fact that at high school levels, junior high levels, a lot of that abuse is from other girls. Like, you know, it can be really, really nasty that that uh, that that girl, girl uh, targeting that you see at, at those age groups. And, and, and there's some severe repercussions um from that i think it's really i think it's important for us to understand what's going on there as well i mean once again it's a fight over power if you tell women yeah. that the only way they can get ahead is by currying favor with men whether that be the boyfriends or valuing women because you know they attract certain men because of certain attributes you're going to get yourself a fight i'm not defending the women who are doing this but i do agree with you that it's absolutely sickening to see the kind of bullying that goes on you know not only in high school but even in these private girls schools you know it is a fight for power and women who aren't in power unfortunately get on the same train that men have been on for a long time so hopefully women become empowered they understand as they grow older that you know right now they're thinking that if they're the most popular girl in the school and if they get there by putting down all these other women some how they have a route to power they don't it's completely artificial and as soon as they're out of high school and they realize when they get into the big world that there's an even worse sexist situation um, and and if you happen to be a person of color as well you're female you're fighting this war on two levels if you have additional you know if you're an alternative sexually a positioned person now you're fighting on three levels you know Bullying doesn't work. The only one thing that we can add to this, and it's not a comfort, but it is a reality. Our research shows us that being bullied is incredibly damaging. You know, but being the bullier, being somebody who bullies other in, others in high school, those people go on to have even worse problems than the bulliers. As mm. for these movements that are based on hating others, that are being encouraged right now in the United States. This is bullying. They are using the internet to grow this hatred. We need to stop thinking that, oh, this is just somebody having a bad day or this is just somebody um, taking their frustrations out. This is an organized and advocating movement of hatred towards others, not just women, but especially women and people of color and people with alternative sexuality. This needs to be understood as far more than just schoolyard bullying. Paula Todd, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your insight and um, for your comments, just shining the spotlight on this. Let's keep talking about it, okay? Thank you so much for getting the message out. You betcha. Paula Todd, uh, investigative journalist, broadcaster, lawyer, professor in the School of Media at Seneca College. If you want to read more about online bullying, you can you can check out her book. It's called Extreme Mean Trolls, Bullies and Predators Online. I'm curious to know, Chedville, you know, what's it been like in, in your house um, with the young people in your house, maybe the young women in your house? Are, are you finding that they're turning away from social media? 
are they embracing it? Do you have those conversations about how to handle a situation when abuse does come up, whether it is language, whether it's, uh, you know, photographs, whatever it is, because it happens over and over again. This study that just recently came out, um, you know, this uh, the, the the people behind it, and in, in the in the in the in the young women that they talked to, you know, wrote a letter to Facebook, Insta, TikTok, and Twitter asking these social media companies to create more effective ways to report abuse because I don't know if you've had to do it, but you know it just seems like you're just sending off a little message to la la land to nowhere land. Absolutely. You know, you might get a response back. You might not. It just seems like there could be more and should be more done. Let me know what you think.